0: Well, I'm finally back. Believe it or not, this episode was almost completed in December 2020 and then I had a few things happen that made me rethink my introduction and other production elements. Uh, First, I redesigned the studio layout and I really felt that I wanted this new look to be part of anything that I produced in 2021. So that meant reshooting the footage that I had for this script. Uh, Second, I had been watching Netflix's She-Ra, the Princess of the Power series, and, well, it really began to affect me emotionally and made me question the direction of the work that I'm doing on this channel. I uh, also kind of began to embrace my inner entrapta and kind of went a little nuts with my (laughs) computer workstation setups there are uh, three of them in here, and I spent a couple of weeks building and installing a new file server, which I then rebuilt and reinstalled in a different system, and I need to build it again into another system that I'm waiting for some parts for. Oh, I also got this really cool old laptop running beautifully with Lubuntu. That, that, that's a Linux operating system, by the way. And did you know that I downloaded more than 20 Linux ISOs and installed and tested in more than 15 of them? And oh my God, you have no idea how much of a difference SSDs make to the speed of your system. I put one in this thing, and it's just a little ripper now, even with only 2.5 gigs who knows what secrets it could contain <laughs> third i watched pixar's new movie soul and once i balled my eyes out over it i knew that i had to say something about it in this script which meant rewriting this introduction and adding some details and thoughts to the rest of this video are going to spend some quality time together god i wish i had her hair Ugh. Hello spiritual seekers, and welcome to Think Spiritual. As always, I'm your host Mark, and today I'm going to dive into the depths of a couple of new movies that I absolutely love. The hard sci-fi drama I Am Mother from Netflix and Pixar's Soul. Well, I guess I Am Mother isn't brand new as it was released in mid-2019, but that's a fairly new movie for me to cover. I also want to talk about Netflix's animated series, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. If you haven't seen either of these movies or that series, please watch them or I will spoil parts of them for you. Well, perhaps Soul's is a little difficult to spoil because there isn't really a surprise ending. And I don't think there's anything to spoil in Shira either. The good guys win? Yay? I Am Mother, on the other hand, is a bit of a twister. And I'm going to tell you... Now it ends and I'm going to tell you what the title actually means, because it's such a powerful moment at the end of the film. No, I'm serious. I'm going to spoil the ending of I Am Mother for you right now. Are you still watching? (laughs) This is gonna be fun! Throughout the movie we're led to believe that the robot caregiver is mother. The female character, only known as Daughter, calls the robot Mother and I believe she even loves the robot to some extent. I think it's even possible that the robot loves Daughter as much as it's able to do so. However, the title of the movie doesn't refer to the robot at all. The title of the movie, I Am Mother, is stated in this one final shot of Daughter. There is so much power and meaning in that last shift of her eyes and you can see the raw determination in that last look. This is the moment when daughter accepts her duty to become mother to the new generations of human beings that are waiting to be born. This is the moment that daughter accepts the burden of her purpose. Now, I had written and in intended to do an entire breakdown of I am mother, but I think I'll actually make a separate video about that. What I've been watching and learning and feeling lately requires me to turn this video strictly into a talk about purpose purpose is something that's been really bothering me lately. Why are we so obsessed with it? Why is it that we can't seem to live without some sense of meaning? In I Am Mother, APX03 and APX01 have purpose flung upon them by a godlike character. In Soul 22 has the burden of finding one's purpose forced upon her by the expectations of others, while Joe was chasing purpose his entire existence. Entrapped her from she the Princess of the Power couldn't give two hoots about purpose, but people still expect things from her and demand that she choose a side to be on. They won't simply allow her to do what she loves. Can you see how there are major problems with all of these concepts of purpose? And used math. Wait, do I have to explain math to you? <sighs> if purpose comes from God, it means that God has purposely caused the suffering of others, in order to provide you with your purpose. Just as happened in I Am Mother. APX-01 suffered a horrible and lonely existence, and APX-02 was deemed unworthy and killed. Also, APX-03 would experience just the right amount of trauma and rise up and fulfill her purpose as intended by God, aka Motherbot. On the flip side, if purpose comes from within you or from the universe and you have to spend your lifetime seeking it— well, when are you actually experiencing the joy of living? This was the core message of Soul. Joe was so wrapped up in his purpose of playing music, wrapped up in his own obsession, that he missed the little important details of living. He never even noticed what an impact he was making on his students. So when he finally achieved the goal that he was chasing his whole life, it wasn't empty for him, but it wasn't as impactful as he had expected. So, uh, what happens next? We come back tomorrow night and do it all again. What's wrong, Teach? It's just I've been waiting on this day for my entire life. Is I thought I'd feel different. Meanwhile, 22 had spent eons avoiding living a physical existence because the influential mentor she had the privilege of meeting All made life sound too difficult by stating that if she didn't make some huge discovery or have impact on the world, then she hadn't done her duty. That expectation ate 22 up and turned her into a lost soul before she'd ever had the chance to live at all. All right, that's two sources of purpose. Now for a third. What if purpose comes from other people? What if people need you because you have abilities they don't? Those princesses have no idea who they've left behind." Are you obligated to assist them? Are you obligated to take up their cause? Should you allow people to just use you and that gives you purpose? What if you don't really understand people and you don't really care about what's happening in the world? What if you've found what you love to do and you're actually happy doing it? I feel that Entrapta from Netflix's Shira series really embodies those questions, and they're questions that I personally struggle with. Entrapta is satisfied with her tech, with her machines, with living inside of her head and making new discoveries about the universe and world around her. Yes, she's a little lonely and she's awkward and strange and no one truly understands her and she doesn't really understand anyone else, but she's not unhappy. She's not depressed. She's not running around trying to figure out what she's supposed to be doing with her life. Honestly, she may be more well-adjusted than most of us because she knows exactly who she is and she does what she loves without apologizing for any of it. Now, mind you, she takes her experiments too far at times and gets distracted too easily, and those are faults that she readily admits to. But her strengths are many, and only someone with her self-assurance could ever achieve the task of actually befriending the conquering overlord of an entire planet or your own ego. Uh, You do realize that's what Hordak represents, right? (gasps) (gasps) Hordak! I'm so glad you're back. Oh, we have so much to talk about. Nope. Okay. We're we're not going there today. I have to stay on track here. And before I start diving into She-Ra's archetypes, uh, where were we? Right, right. Okay. We don't want purpose that comes from God. We don't want to be chasing purpose all of our lives, nor be expected to find some grand purpose. And we don't want our purpose to be forced on us by using our abilities to further the agendas of others. So what is our purpose? what if purpose isn't something that you find or something that you have? What if it's something that you give and that the only way you can give it is simply by existing, by simply being a human being? See a tree over there? Well, what purpose does it have? Well, it spits out oxygen and if you're not here to consume that oxygen, well then the tree has no purpose. The shade that the tree casts has no purpose if you don't sit in it to catch some relief from sweltering heat. The wood from the tree's trunk has no purpose if you don't cut it up for timber or pulp or for paper or burn it for heat. My point is that you have to be here, in physical existence, to provide purpose to other physical things, and people, and by that definition, there's only one single purpose for every human being on the planet. Be. What you decide to do beyond being is strictly up to you. In case you're wondering, I'm essentially an infinite me. Catch you later. Thank you so much for your time today. Please like, share, comment, criticize, and subscribe to the channel at your leisure. I've been your host, Mark. This has been a bit of a different episode of Think Spiritual and certainly wasn't what I expected it to be. It's actually the first time I've done a major rewrite of a script. I don't know why that had to happen. However, I do know that if you let go of waiting for God to provide you with purpose, or stop chasing purpose, or stop allowing people to use you to further their own agendas, that you will change yourself, and just your very presence of being will change your world. God has blessings upon you, you have all the weapons and knowledge you need within you, And I will see you on the next episode of Think Spiritual. The good guys win, yay!